Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, on this gloomy Thursday, but it is the end of the week Thursday, so that's kind of cool, even if it might be gloomy. The weekend looks like it's pretty gloomy, but you know who's not gloomy? He's going... To Indiana, his name is Al Dukes. What's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. It does look like it's going to be uh, cloudy there. What's as well. your weather? Oh, okay, not rain though. Uh, not cloudy. rain. Cloudy. That's all right, one, then. one day, nice and uh, very warm there. It's in the nineties. But you're coming home Monday. I'm coming home Monday. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Very, um, yeah, very warm um, uh, temperatures there in the Midwest. Unlike here, where it's cool. Exactly. So I got a bit of a uh, maple syrup controversy, Jerry. Okay. Uh, so. I have uh, uh, one of my many foods that I eat during the show is oatmeal with maple syrup. That's all I do. I get plain oatmeal and I mix some maple syrup in it. And I buy my uh, maple syrup at Costco. It comes in a giant container. And then what I do, though, is is I have a glass container, like an old maple syrup glass container, which I refill and keep in the fridge here. So... Uh, on, I ran out of, on Monday and I needed to return home and, uh, fill up my container with the maple syrup. And I finished the big bottle of maple syrup when I poured the maple syrup into the smaller bottle, Jerry. So, uh, I forgot to bring it in Tuesday. The maple syrup sat there in my refrigerator. Tuesday, I forgot it. The Wednesday we were on remote Thursday morning, this morning, I said, oh, let me grab my maple syrup. Why do you put it in the refrigerator? I think once it's open, it's supposed to be refrigerated, although I don't think it's... Yeah, I've never in my life had syrup in a refrigerator. That's interesting. Um, Ever. Yeah. This huh. is a pure maple syrup. Maybe that's the difference. I don't know. It doesn't have, like, all the preservatives in it, perhaps. Uh, either or. Um, so I get to work here. To, I brought it today with me. The the right the, the jar. I get a text message from Gina, and she goes, um... She goes... I, I'm looking everywhere in this refrigerator and I don't see the maple syrup. 
I said, oh, I, uh, I brought the maple syrup in. Yeah. She goes, what? It's your house. She goes, I use that every day. That's my maple syrup. I thought it was your maple syrup. It is my maple syrup. She goes, no, that maple syrup was given to me by a neighbor as a gift from Vermont. I go, no. I go, I, I go, I just brought this maple syrup back from work empty and refilled it. I go, I forgot it. The only reason why you had it the last few days is I forgot it. I had to send the photo of the maple oh my God. syrup bottle. Oh, boy. She's very upset. She but goes, it's yours. It's mine. But she doesn't understand why with a couple days off, why I had to bring in all the maple syrup. I was not under the impression she was enjoying maple syrup. You know what I'm saying? This is where I'm at right now, Jerry. This so if you're wondering, this is how, not a maple syrup issue. This is a relationship issue. Oh, is that right? Yes. She said, "Well, you know." She goes, "Well, I," I said, "What are you using maple syrup for?" She goes, "I like peanut butter on Ezekiel bread with maple syrup." I go, "I go, what? Substitute honey? It's delicious on peanut." No, you like your things. I like That's my true. things. That is very true. I said, all right, but you're mad at me for eating your maple syrup, which I didn't eat. Right. It's So where is hers? Her she, house? She believes she must not have brought it with her when she moved out for the new, for the right, uh, so renters to move then that should be in. all solved then. It's not, though, because she's upset that I took the maple syrups. Your maple syrup. My maple syrup. Yeah, relationship issue. Yep. That so is you the, think it's a bigger issue. It's not. I'm this not saying no. No, no, I'm not saying maple that. Syrup. I'm, I'm just saying this is not about syrup. Right. This is just a reason to argue. Do you think it's like, I'm selfish, I've taken all the maple syrup? You just bought it for yourself. I didn't just buy it. A hat. I used that as a refill. I no, refill no, I understand, mine. but it's yours. But it's also at a weird timing point. Weird timing in that I had it here at home, accidentally left it a few Listen, days. You get up at 1.30 in the morning. Sometimes you don't have, sometimes you don't have time to do things Correct. prior to... The morning when you wake up. Yeah. I, I know that all too well. Like today I forgot lunch and I basically just grabbed celery and an apple and a granola bar, which is fine. But I, I don't feel like making it at three o'clock in the morning. Right. So you grab stuff. I've done that before. It's it's not selfish. It's I work weird hours and sometimes need to do something. I'm grabbing my maple syrups. Was there like nothing else to eat? No, there was plenty. I, okay. And I suggested the honey, which wor works very... She goes, that doesn't go with peanut butter. I go, actually, they make a peanut butter with honey. There's a lot. She could have made eggs. Could have made eggs. Right. But she said that's what she eats. I, I got it. That's a tough one. I don't know what to tell you. That's... So, now, the question is, is it dead or when I get home today, no, will that come up? I don't think it's dead. It'll Not the way up. you're talking. It'll come up in like some sort of way. Just Within the first five minutes at your home. Maple syrup. Yes. Okay. Especially when you, because you're going to bring it home, right? No, no, no. Oh, it stays I'll leave here. it here, yeah. Oh, okay. I keep it here at work in the fridge here, the little oh. fridge I have in the office. Right, because you don't want to be transporting that back and forth. Transporting maple syrup back and forth, Jerry. Yeah. How about this? Go buy more maple syrup. Yeah. Could do that too. Correct. You have, a, you have like a place near you where it's like walking distance? No. You got to get in the car. Got to get, in, get the in the car. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love a walk. When I was in, lived in Florida, there was a supermarket right behind my condo. That's oh, so my convenient. God. That's great. I used to walk there every day. Yeah. Be like, I feel like chicken today. Walk right there, yeah, get some not? chicken. Then you never did a big shopping. You didn't have to. It was just like, oh, I need toilet paper. I'll get that and the chicken. Did you call your mom to go with you for those? 
She wasn't no. sending those UPS? No, and in fact, I just had to buy my own toilet paper this week. Oh, God. <laughs> my mother has been dropping the ball. No, I think she realized that her son is 53, and it's time that he starts doing stuff on his own. I actually may have told her when she said, are you running along toilet paper? I may have said, I have that tushy um, bidet that I don't really use a lot of toilet paper anymore. So I think You're she, off the list. Yeah, she's I'm off the list. Now you're buying it. So this toilet paper, though, is probably going to last me a long time. Okay. Because of the tushy. I suppose so. Then I got an email, Jerry, from a listener to the program, okay. and he wanted us to address a topic he thought would be interesting to to hear about. All right. All right, let me see. I, don't know. I like your, uh, in the past I heard either you or Jerry bring up a more philosophical topic, like observations on human nature and such. This comes to us from Dave. Mm-hmm. Being that so, I was recently thinking about why people have such a passionate hate for hypocrisy. <laughs> for example, if I'm an out-of-shape tub of lard and I lecture you on the importance of healthy eating habits and exercise, somehow it loses its validity because I'm not living up to my own ideals, even though you know what I'm saying is truthful. I thought it would be interesting to hear both of you converse on this topic. Well, it's Dave. the same thing as, you know, calling out a ball player for striking out on a 101-mile-an-hour fastball as if you could do it better than they could. I don't want to hear. I wouldn't want to hear from you. Shut up. You can't. It's credibility. Really, it's credibility. Right. Is what it goes to. But I guess his argument here is that um, the, the using his example of the eating right. Right, but I don't want to hear from him. Right. I you know. don't want to be lectured by somebody who's no. not following their own Absolutely. rules. Absolutely. I get it. Like, I know. Don't want to hear from you. Yeah. I have no problem listening to you. I have no problem listening to a trainer that's in shape. All good. I don't want to see a fat tub of lard, as he says it, tell me how to eat. I know how to eat. I just got to do it. You're the last person I want to listen to. It ain't working for you either, pal. Yeah. And that's what's weird about uh, seeing out-of-shape doctors. That's not hypocrisy as much as it is. See, hypocrisy to me is... Because they're they're telling you what's good for you. They're not telling you it's it's hypocrisy would be doesn't work for me, but it works for you. I mean th- that's just information, and I don't feel like being lectured from the person, but I don't think that's hypocrisy, right? I mean, it's not. It's hypocrisy more like um, back in the 1980s. I I think it was uh, it may have even one of the uh, the pastors that was on TV, the evangelist, used to preach about. Not cheating on your wife. And then you cheat on your wife. And then he was found to Absolutely. be cheating on his wife. Well, the whole live golf thing. You can't call people greedy for taking the money and not caring about your tour. And then a month later, take the money from those people now yourself. That's the, I mean, it's the definition of it. Yours is the, exa- is the exact definition of it. I don't think, I know where he's going there. Yeah. But I think that's a different issue. I don't think that's hypocrisy. I guess his point is if, uh, if something... If if someone is presenting facts to you, like um, if someone's presenting facts to you, whether they follow those facts or not, shouldn't hurt their argument because they're still just presenting facts. It doesn't hurt their argument. I don't want to hear it. It's not hurting their argument. Like if a fat guy tells me, stop eating 3,500 calories a day. Yeah, no kidding. Look in the mirror, bud. That's what I would say. Like, I know. I don't need to hear from you. Right. The one that's weird, and we do go to them still, are the smoking doctors. Yeah. 
the doctors that are overweight that do tell us how they should, how we should live our lives. But then that's kind of do as I say, not as I do. Right. You know, that at least is coming with a background of education and expertise. But that's a weird one too, because you're sitting there thinking this guy who can't even listen to his own advice is telling me what to do. It's that, that is a better example because that guy at least is really educated in it. Right. Yeah, like when I went to the overweight nutritionist one time. That was we that was Strange. a weird one to me. Yeah. Or a personal trainer that doesn't look like he works out. Right. But he probably studied weight training. But I'd rather go to the trainer that's actually following his own advice and is getting results. Right. Yeah, it's not that the nutritionist I went to didn't know what she was talking about. Oh, but you question it. But she wasn't following her own right. advice. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's weird. Yeah. It's like uh, let me ask you this: Would you go to? And this is a good one, real quick. So when I played golf with Gio, um, was it this year or last year? It was this year. One of the caddies, just listening to him talk to one of the members, he sounded like he was this really good golfer and was thinking about becoming a teaching pro. Wow, very cool. So when we're talking to him. I thought I was talking to like a real established player, and I I don't know. I thought of him as well. How cool he's caddying. Guy was like twenty. And he's going to try and play, you know, maybe be a teaching pro and maybe take a shot playing professionally. We get to this one par three. He's like, oh, do you guys mind if I take a swing? I was like, no, I couldn't wait to see a swing. And then he shanked it dead left into a tree. (laughs) For me, credibility out the window. Yeah. So if you want to take golf lessons, do you want to take it from a guy that only knows how to look at the swing? Or do you want to take it from a guy that knows the swing and actually can do the swing? Can do the swing. They're both fine, but I'd rather the guy that knows how to do it too and can do it. Well, that was always weird to me with um, quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks, who then became quarterback coaches, coaches. Yep. or head coaches. Yep. Like I always think of Gary Kubiak. I don't sure. know why I always think of him, just because he had John Elway. And he was a backup to, to John Elway, and then he became a coach. And if I'm a guy who's a better – if I'm a guy who's currently a better quarterback – yeah than Kubiak was in his playing days. Why am I listening to him? My only guess there would be he's seeing the field differently and reviewing film differently, and he has been on the field. He did do it. Maybe not at that high a level, but he still did it at the NFL level to a certain extent. Well, we know the Manning brothers have a passing camp. Yeah. Right? Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Mm -hmm. Archie Manning. And those guys were top of the game. Super Bowls, all this. And then I know Chris Sims and his brother, Matt Sims, I think, mm-hmm. they have some sort of. Right. But they didn't do it to that level that the Mannings did. Right, sure. But your point is they did it. They still did it at a high level. Yeah. And they Very still know level. all the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they were pros. And they were pros. No, they weren't Hall of Famers, but they were still professional football players. Yeah. You know, Gary Kubiak may not be a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he did start NFL games. Right. He's been on the field. He's been in this situation. He's been in that spot. He's got certain, you know, times that he can draw back on. He has seen different defenses. He's been there. You know, that's all. So a little different. I do think it's a little different. I think it's a great question, though, by him. By Matt was his name? Uh, Dave is Dave. Uh, this guy. A very good question by Dave. It did bring up another thing. So there was, uh, this is in the news now. There's uh, Joe Rogan wants these two dudes to debate on his show. One of them is a, a doctor who 
was a guest on Joe Rogan's show at the either the beginning of the pandemic or, or during it or, or, or something in there about vaccines. And this doctor was talking about uh, people's health and all this stuff. And and one of the clips that's going around now is Joe Rogan had asked the guy because Joe Rogan had always talked about, um, you know, we knew that the, in the pandemic that the disease or, or the virus got people who were overweight. Mm -hmm. And Joe Rogan had asked this guy about his health. And the guy goes, well, I eat junk food. My diet is mainly junk food. He's like, but you're a doctor and you want us to get the vaccine, but you're not even, we know that eating healthy mm -hmm. helps. So that was weird. Yeah. And he wants that guy to debate one of these Kennedys who's running for office, who's anti-vaccine. Mm-hmm. But they don't, they're, uh, it looks like they're not going to debate. But. I would be interested in watching that. Me too. As long as they let each other speak. Yeah, well, I think in the proper debates, like you get a, like you can't interrupt the other person, Which I right? like. Yeah, I like that too. You know, it's, it's the one thing about a lot of these interviews that drive you nuts when they start yelling back and forth at one another. It's like, yeah. can we grow up and have a conversation? I understand getting heated and all that, but you still got to give the person their time. Otherwise, you can't even listen to it. Right, that's why you have to have a good moderator. Absolutely. A timed response yeah. back. Like in a case like that, you could turn the person's mic off. Yeah. You know, one person speaks, that's the way you could really control it. You know, your time to speak, you got 60 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever. Turn the other person's mic off. And it comes back on at the 30-second mark. That guy's still going, well, now you're in overtime. Now yeah. you're taking your chances. But you have to have a moderator that's going to do it. Otherwise, it's like it's two people yelling at each other. You don't even know what's true. It's like everything. We don't know what is true and what's not true. That's the toughest part in all of this it's stuff. Everything. So this one of these Kennedys, I had no idea Robert Kennedy had a son who's in politics now. There's a lot of Kennedys still. Let me see. Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy Jr. This is a guy who's running, I believe, as a Democrat. Okay, this is for the presidency? Uh, he wants to run for president, yeah. Okay. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., but some people think he's wacky. Some people don't. <laughs> okay. Um, so, but I didn't know, like, he was even, like... In, Around? Yeah, like, I didn't know there was another Kennedy. His father was Robert Kennedy who got, got assassinated, and his uncle was John F. Kennedy. This guy's another Kennedy. Another Kennedy? We got another Kennedy running around. So he's got to be, what, in his 60s? Yeah, Has he looks be, right? like he, he was born in 1954, this fellow. He oh, okay. is a 69. 69. Okay. There you go. 69. I did listen to his, uh, he was a guest on Joe Rogan, and I listened because it was so long, as you know, on my way yeah. to and from uh, Connecticut. I mean, a lot of it always like over my head, you know, what they were talking about with vaccines and all. But he did bring up a point, because I guess he's a lawyer also. He brought up a point that, We've talked about this too. Like you never know what to believe. Right. He said, like he goes, I'm a lawyer. He goes, I can. When we're arguing cases, he goes, I could get three witnesses who are doctors at Columbia Hospital to argue my side. They could get three witnesses that are doctors at Columbia Hospital to argue the other side. All right. So what is true? And if you're looking at credibility, go. Oh, they're doctors at Columbia. Right. They're all they're equal, and they're there. and they're contradicting one another. Yes, it's really it's brutal, man. It's maddening. It is, yeah. That, but that's and maybe that's why I try not to focus too much on the outside world. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like everybody lies to one another. I feel like everything's a big just game, you know. And there's no 
I don't know. Everything's just a bunch of crap. Honestly. And you also tend to like, especially now, like you, you can really focus your, your, uh, news feeds, your Twitter feeds on what you like. Yeah. So, well, and all it does is reinforce right. your opinion and your feeling as opposed to seeing the other side. Yeah. yeah. It's very true. And in a lot of cases too, those algorithms, I love that word. Um, it patterns what you're seeing to what you like and what you think and believe. It's right. it's really nuts, actually. It's weird too. Like if you are a content creator and you're doing well, yeah, they could change something in the algorithms, and all of a sudden you're not doing well, mm-hmm. and then has no fault of what you're doing. Right. You think we're brainwashing ourselves? How so? The way you just said it. So like, uh, if I'm. Uh, uh, if you don't give yourself the chance to read other stuff, yeah, hear or see other stuff, and all you're doing is consuming the same, it's like being beaten over the head with the same information and taking it as gospel, that you don't give yourself the opportunity to now take in the other information and kind of process it and come up with your own opinion. Yeah, I, I think we are brainwashing ourselves. Unless you purposely seek out or know somebody like for me, I would use my younger sister as an example. Like I, I, um, and when like just using the vaccines, just cause that was one of the topics when the vaccines first came out, I was like, I ain't taking this thing. I don't, I don't know what this is. And my younger sister, who's like a biology type person, I actually, because she's my sister, I pushed back some on her, but I actually did, want to respect her mm-hmm. discussion. Sure. And it did change my mind. There are things I argue with Spike about. Yeah. Radio stuff. And I say he's one of the guys that I can have back and forths on with opposing views where I generally walk away thinking a little bit differently mm-hmm. than I did going into it. Sure. So I think there are some people depending, and both of those people, my sister and Spike, when they get into a back and forth, I don't want to call it an argument, but I guess that's a debate. What it, a debate. They both don't lose their cool and are more, they're, they're good at presenting their information mm-hmm. without downgrading your information or your side. And I think that goes a long way because if one of them is combative right away, then you're just going to push back Correct. on your side. Even if you don't believe it. I've had arguments where I'm arguing things I don't even really believe just because I... It's annoying you. It's annoying me, and they're pushing so much back on me that I'm going to do it to them. Do you regret taking the vaccine? Uh, Not that we had a choice. Yeah. I think if I could go back and do it again, I probably wouldn't. But I also don't think I've had any ill effects of it. Right. And and I don't know. And I I don't think about it every day. Like, how is this? I will say that I do see some, like I keep seeing, because I go through these news feeds for sports, I keep seeing way too many young people, athletes. How about the guy from the Steelers? That's what I mean. No, now, a lot of times we have found out there are reasons. Yeah. This is one we haven't found out a reason yet. 46 years old? Yeah. What the hell? I feel there's a handful where it's just like somebody's 46, I look to see how they died, get nothing, and then it's not in the paper again. Right. Well, there was one... There was one recently. Oh, who was it? It was a famous person's kid. Ray Lewis. Yeah. Now that turned out to be, and I thought the same. I'm like, what the hell? 
Then you come out and you find out he overdosed. Right, because the first day, they didn't know. No, there was nothing. And you're thinking, you can't tell me a 20-something-year-old just drops dead. That's not, it doesn't, that should not happen. Right, an athletic kid as well. Yes. Yeah, and then, but that, the other thing I think is, I think we only got a follow-up because it was drug-induced. Maybe. You know, That's and if it possible. was something else, we would have just been like, ah, it's not interesting anymore. Maybe. We're moving on. You might be right about that. I don't know. Yeah. But we did get an answer, and I do think we'll get an answer on this one. Yeah. Because it's just not normal. 46-year-olds don't just die. Right. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. But again, it's like, uh, I hear so much vaccine stuff, and... It's- don't know what to believe. Exactly. You do not know what to believe. I don't want to believe in anything. No, I, I don't want to hear Sucks. it either. I completely agree. Yeah. The only thing, like, when uh, I have to I have to hear things and then go, okay, that does make sense to me. Right. So, like, with the food stuff that I got into, you know, I'm watching all these different people and different diets and then When I got to somebody who said, oh, yeah, looking at, just look at the ingredients. Yeah. Are these good ingredients? That made sense to me. Like, oh, okay, I can see how this, um, the these ingredients are bad ingredients. So if it includes that, that's out. These are clean ingredients. So that's what I'm looking for because that makes sense. But there are so many other things that each side sounds like they're making sense at times, and then other times aren't making sense. Yeah. And then of course you have the brainwashing of the labeling of things, right? Things make themselves out to be healthy. And this is the other right. thing that drives you nuts. Something that was, man, healthy five years ago now is poison. Yes. What? Eat whole grains. Don't eat whole grains. Right. <laughs> eat oatmeal. Do not eat oatmeal. <laughs> eat steel cut. Don't eat Quaker oats. Quaker oats are fine. White rice. You're going to get fat. Now, don't waste your time with brown rice. White rice better. Well, which is it? Yeah, they actually... My I'm, head's spinning. I'm seeing that all now. You know I how just, excited I was last night? Me and Matthew got Chipotle for dinner because I got home and I didn't feel like cooking anything. I just got steak, black beans. I'm like, he goes, brown rice? I'm like, no, white rice. White rice. He's like, really? I'm like, supposedly better than brown rice Yes, now. He's that's like, all I'm seeing now. He goes, I'm confused. I'm like, me too. I want the white rice. Right, that's all I'm seeing now. And I still have brown rice in my cabinet because all I was doing was buying brown rice. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, no, that's... The white rice strips away the part where all the bad stuff is. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I don't know. It really is ridiculous. Drink water and eat broccoli and you'll be fine. <laughs> I, here's the new one I've even seen about uh, drinking water, I swear. Bad. No, no, not broccoli. Okay. Drinking too much water. Uh, you're poisoning your system. I actually saw that. With water? Yeah. What's in water that's going to poison you? If you're drinking too much water... That it's bad for you. What's too much? I don't know. Okay. I, I I didn't. As soon as I, I was like, this is stupid. Yes, we're we're beyond stupid at this point. Yes, we are, Jerry. Right. Hey, uh, have a great time in Indiana. Thank you, Jerry. I'll be leaving tomorrow for the great state of Indiana. You're gonna get up and connect for the warm up show. Any, uh, at five a.m. I will not. I'll be uh, probably sleeping. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I got. We got an early flight. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. good. Early flight. So getting right. up. Uh, very, uh, getting up almost normal time. Oh wow, six a.m. flight. Uh, yes. Oh, good. Then Six enjoy. Something. Yeah. Be safe. Thank you, Jerry. And we'll see you, uh, I'll be back on Wednesday. Yep. And I'm off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. 
Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, we go. We do this on a Thursday. It's like a Friday for Al, but it's a Thursday for the rest of us. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And Al Billy Dukes, what's up, man? Good morning, Cherry. I'm preparing for my trip to Indiana. I listened to John Mellencamp the whole ride in today. So you're was... one of those guys when you yeah. go to the concert, you listen to the music, get yourself fired up. Yeah, I got to get myself fired up. You know what I'm saying? And then I get really into the music after the concert. I hear you. And then at some point it just stops completely, and I don't put John Mellencamp on for another couple of years. I watched a good documentary, one hour, not a documentary, a one-hour interview, sit down with Huey, Huey Lewis. Oh, is that right? Very good. Yeah, he's got the tinnitus in his ears, right? Did they talk about that, or was this an older interview? So that was supposed to come up in the last segment? Yeah. Uh, fell asleep. Fell asleep, This yeah. was all about the 80s, Back to the Future, oh. the the way the album exploded. Pretty cool, actually. Yeah, sports. Yeah, that was the name that of the album. The name That's of the exactly album. right. Where the they were album. hoping for one or two hits and ended up with six. That's right, Jerry. I know Joe Montana was a big Huey Lewis fan. Huey Lewis was singing national anthems in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, the Back to the Future you mentioned. Uh, but yeah, he can't perform anymore because he can't hear correctly. That's a problem. And it turns out, in order to sing, you got to be able to hear. I would think that's a big part of it. Yes. Big part of it. He was also an actor for a short time, Huey Lewis. I, I know he had a very big He was part, in Back to the Future. But he was also in a movie where he supposedly showed his schween. Come on. I swear. And why would he do that? I don't know. I'm when gonna, was this? I'm going to find it during the break. Was this before Huey Lewis and the News hit it big no. and he was just acting? No, no. He he had already hit it big and was acting. How odd. All right. You, I'm going to type into Google, Jerry, Huey Lewis, and I'm going to write... You can't write Schween. That's not going to work out. Well, I'm going to write the real word. Full frontal. Nee, nee, nee. But I would think full frontal is how it would come up in a movie description. Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to get this from you because a lot comes up here about yeah. Huey Lewis uh, wiener picks. Okay. So I'll get you the correct movie in case people want to you know looking for something new to watch over the weekend. There you go. There you go, Jerry. You know what you know you don't want to watch over well, the weekend the Mets. What. <laughs> I was. I actually went looking for statistics today. I'm not a big statistics uh, yeah, fella. Yeah. But I was like, the Mets lost another series. How many is this? Um, so I looked. It's a lot. It's, what is it? Seven in a row. Six in a row. Six in a row. Six series in a row. They, yeah, they've I lost. Mean, that's, that's bad baseball. That is incredible. Mm -hmm. And Six yesterday straight. was the epitome of bad baseball. Yeah, I mean. I like a slugfest back and forth where it's like two nothing. But this two, was two, sloppy. Four, sloppy. This was this was a bad bait. Like the first couple of innings, yeah, horrendous. Tyler McGill, oh, 
Like he gets paid for that yesterday. Yeah, he got a paycheck. Oh my God. He didn't even get he got into the third inning and then got he's bouncing balls all over the place. Runs are scoring, guys are advancing. Oh, just terrible. So what did he do here, Jerry? He had two wild pitches. This is the first inning. Yeah. Two wild pitches. There was a and there was a catcher's interference. Yep. That led to Which uh, is not his fault, but No, but, but just still sloppiness, yes. as you mentioned. Not to mention Christian Javier, who we checked after we did the warm-up show yesterday, has had a great season. Mm-hmm. He walks the first two batters, or walks two of the first three, hits a batter, bases are loaded, and he can't throw a strike, and the Mets still don't score. Yeah, it was just a weird, sloppy game, Jerry. This is one of those games where both teams are like, whatever. No, 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 no. The Astros can say whatever because they won two out of three. The Mets can't. I'm saying that's the way it appeared they were playing both teams yesterday. Very carefree. Yeah, very carefree. They're like, you know what? It's the summer. I guess it was so hot there in Houston, Jerry. How hot is it? Johnny Carson used to do that. No, it was uh, so hot in Houston that the Mets Mets, uh, broadcast, the screen turned the color red. Wow, from the heat. Well, I'm going to Houston. What is it going to be, 190 degrees when I go there? Well, they said it was triple digits. Oh, my God. And it was so hot, it was screwing up the Mets TV equipment to the point where the screen turned red. Hmm. And you couldn't see the team, uh, the, the game, or Gary, Keith, and Ron. Wow. Red, it's gonna, Jerry. It's going to be, so the Mets are gone, so no one cares. But They're out. It's going to rain there today, so not great. Oh. L- listen to the next few days. Yeah. 97 on Friday, 99 on Saturday, 99 Sunday, 103 Monday. And this is not Phoenix. Yeah. This is like oppressively hot with the humidity. 101 on Wednesday and 101 on Thursday. Well, when I go, I'll be by the beach, so I'm not going to be And we're not bad. even in July yet. Yeah, but I'm going in August. Around here, it's, <laughs> it's still uh, winter. Yeah, that is true. It was very cold yesterday morning. It was not warm yeah. when we left the house this morning. No, it wasn't. And the weather stinks today. It was cold and a misty rain. Yes. That's what you have to look forward to. Cold and damp. One cold of those one of those misty rains where your windshield wipers are streaky and smearing. I need new windshield wipers, man. Meantime, in Houston, it's currently 88 degrees at 4.07 in the morning. 4.07 Houston time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a little warm there in Texas. A little bit, a little bit. What else happened here, Jerry? Well, uh, Vogelback, he's uh, he has done well since his. But they're re- not winning. Yeah, but he's done well, I Jerry. If I'm him, but they're not winning. I go walking in the in the locker room like what? I, I took a mental mm-hmm. break. Yeah, and you know what? Everybody say, "Shut up, fatso! You stunk for three quarters of the <laughs> season so far." But I don't stink right now. Three hits, three RBIs. He's back, Jerry. He's back. He was. He never arrived. What do you mean? Back from what? Last year. He didn't do anything last year. He hit like one home run. He wasn't very ago. good last year. Was it two years ago, Jerry? No, this was like this was the guy that comes over from Pittsburgh. Yeah. He's the big lovable big teddy guy. bear. Yeah. Well, I'm not even gonna say that. Okay. The big teddy bear of a of a player. He's got a swing that when he makes contact really can drive the ball, but he looks to walk half the time. He loves a walk. And he just should be better than he looks. That's fair. Or he should be better than he is. He looks like he should be better. He than looks he's like just, he should be stroking it, Jerry. The baseball out of the ballpark. And he's just whatever. He's just there. He is. And so, all right, yeah, he's had a good seven days. Great. How many How many games have the Mets won? Not a lot. I know exactly. they keep losing series. And you know what? How many times they lost games earlier in the year because he couldn't hit? 
Yes, yeah, many. So he's got to do that for like another three months before okay. he can start thumping his chest. All right, so where are we at? June, July, August, so in September. There if he's go. still rolling like this, Jerry. When there's nobody at City Field. He better be bragging about it. The way things are going, the Jets yeah. are going to be uh, playing on Sunday. City Field's going to be a ghost town. Oh, yeah. On the weekends. We're going to be looking like Oakland A's before the reverse oh, boycott. Oh, God. Just, and, then, and then not for nothing, you know, you get the... You get the the squeeze bunt and whatever inning that was. Yeah, that was pretty cool. What are we shoveling the ball over yeah. Navarez's head? I don't know. Field it and pitch it to him. He would have been out by five feet. Yeah, the uh. Astros uh, completed a squeeze bunt. What? Why would is is that a suicide squeeze or just a squeeze bunt? So I would have to go back and look. I don't, and I wasn't watching the game live at the well, what, time. Well, what is the difference? Well, the difference is a suicide squeeze is a straight steal, and you've got to put the ball in play. And if you miss it, you're probably tagged out. A safety squeeze is square. As soon as you see the ball bunted, you probably take a little bit of an extra secondary lead. As soon as that ball hits the bat, you go. They just called it a squeeze. Okay. They didn't use either one of those terms. They just called it a squeeze play? Okay. I probably would have yelled suicide squeeze even if it wasn't just because it seemed exciting. Yeah. And you're right, it got bunted back to the pitcher. Uh, why He should have fielded it barehanded and flipped it, right, Jerry? Instead, He, he could fielded... have even fielded it with his glove with his hand on top and just pitched it normal as opposed to the stupid flip he did. He tried to scoop it with the, the glove and throw it. was still almost out. Right. And it was that... so high. Oh, it, was all... it really was terrible. It was such a high flip to the catcher. Yeah, no, I'm I'm aware. It was Man, not we're, seeing, we're seeing... Uh, home bases being stolen. We're seeing suicide squeezes, yeah. safety squeezes, squeeze squeezes. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Jerry. Yeah, excuse you. Yeah. Excuse me. So I'm gonna try. I, I will. I Are you gonna look re- at that? I, well, I want to see the replay because yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it was a safety squeeze or suicide squeeze. I will check. Or that. squeeze squeeze. What's that, Al? Why don't you describe that? That's for us? just. Um, when the bunt is put down, the guy takes off. He's oh, that's not. That's a safety squeeze. That's what no, I said. No, no, he's not. Doesn't even know a bunt's happening. That's just a squeeze, squeeze. So that's bunting for a base hit. Uh, so you've you've Squeegee deemed squeeze. that the the surprise squeeze, yes. squeeze. Like oh my gosh, this guy's bunting here. Let me squeeze myself back. At, let me squeeze myself into home plate. Is that why it's called the squeeze, Jerry? Because you try to squeeze yourself into home plate? Whatever works for you, Al. That what does I, work for I, me. I don't know what the um, the squeeze. genesis of calling yeah. it a squeeze play is. I can try and find that for you, too, if you would like. And then in uh, continuing the theme of sloppiness from last night, Jerry, yeah. Pete Alonzo hit a ball back to the pitcher. Yeah, the little check swing. A little check swing. Yeah. And then on his way down to first base, he was called out because he ran on the grass. Terribly, yes. <laughs> and it wasn't even, you know, it's funny. I heard, I heard like, um, Evan was talking about this yesterday, and I did hear him. And he was, he was upset that Buck didn't go out and yell and scream and pull an Aaron Boone. And I'm thinking, why? Pete Alonzo was so far on the grass, yeah. he might as well run to the mound He's on before the he went to first base. Like, at some point, okay. Like, yeah, that's a good call. Move yeah. on. It's a terrible job of base running by him. Terrible. Very weird. Very weird game. So, that's all. it was a terrible game. Really, it was awful. Sloppy, sloppy, Jerry. Yep, I agree. I agree. And now you look at them. They're six games under 500. They continue to play poorly. Now they got to go to Philadelphia, who they've done well against. But you got to assume at some point the Phillies are going to start beating them. Watch the Phillies sweep them this weekend. And yes. you got Kodai Senga in the first game. And what can he do? Pitch, pitch on the road. Pitch well. On the road. On the road. Been great at home. Can't pitch on the road. So that's shaping up really great for them. 
So they're off tonight. They start that tomorrow yeah. night in Philly. Yeah. It's just, it's, I, they won 100 games last year. Now, mm-hmm. some people now look back and say it was smoke and mirrors. I don't believe that. I think they were a good team. I still think that they should be a good team. I just cannot understand how this team can't get out of its own way. I mean, you like even like Brandon Nimmo trying to stretch the single into the double. I don't necessarily know that that was a bad base running play. The ball bounced right back to the outfielder. Last year, he gets in. This year, he's out. And I actually thought he was almost safe. This year, he's out. I mean, that's the type of year that it has been for them. It's just been, oh, it's been dreadful. They're not getting the breaks, Jerry. They're not getting anything. Like, nothing is working for them. Nothing at all. And then they, when they pitch, they don't hit. When they hit, they don't pitch. When they hit and pitch, the bullpen stinks. It's yeah. just it's the recipe of a bad season. I, some, I saw some stat about how many games they've lost when scoring seven runs. This is I, it's a lot. Uh, 11, it a I lot believe. of games. I think it's 11 times they've scored six runs or more and lost. How is that even possible? You gotta If you score five runs, Jerry, you got to win that game. Well, no, no. They scored six runs or more and oh. lost. 11 times. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's just the whole thing is. And yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, we haven't even played half the season. And you see teams like the Cincinnati Reds and the San Francisco Giants run off 11 and 10 straight wins. Now, I'm not saying the Mets are going to do that. But the Mets are an eight-game winning streak away from being relevant again. It's not like, but they can't even string together a series, let alone a winning streak. Yeah, I saw that that the Reds have won 11 straight, the most since 1966. Yeah, how about that? So you're telling me the big red machine never rolled off 11 wins? 11 games in a row is hard. Yeah, it's difficult. It's not easy. Even the Giants, I don't think, had done it since like 90, I forget what year it was, but it's like 30 years, and they've won 10 in a row. Man, the Reds had Johnny Bench, Ken Griffey Sr., George Foster. Mm. I, I know what you're saying. I, the whole thing is just... So that, but that's if you want hope, if you're a Met fan and you want any hope, I do want hope. That's your hope is that you're a winning streak away from becoming relevant again. The okay. problem is, I don't know where that winning streak is coming from, considering the fact that they can't win two out of three right now. What about this winning streak starts tomorrow? Uh, well, it's got to start. Philadelphia. Listen, it's that's gotta, what I would do. You got to get one before you can get two, and you got to get two before you can get 11. So, yes, we shall see. I'm watching this again. This was not a suicide squeeze by any stretch. This was a safety squeeze, safety or what you squeeze. call a squeeze squeeze. Squeeze squeeze. Because Jolks run, when he breaks, mm-hmm. he's nowhere. Like a suicide squeeze would be a, God, he's out by so much if he just catches, if he just feels the ball and flips it. I was like, keep watching it. It was just a regular squeeze play, safety squeeze. So you're saying if there was no contact on that uh, bunt, he's going back to third base. Yes, correct. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Does that work for you? It does work for me because you know baseball. You coach baseball. You watch MLB Network. <sighs> you know the difference between a safety squeeze, a suicide squeeze, and a squeeze squeeze. You know what else I know? They stink. <laughs> like, you hear they that? stink. You hear that, Mets? You stink now. Oh, my God. Really terrible. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break because the Mets are enough. Uh, five, matter of fact, Boomer and Jim, I didn't even talk about them. It's possible. Mm, I, that's false. First segment. Mets. First segment. The last two days, we even touched on it. Is that right? No. Hmm. We well, started with the submarine on uh, on right. Tuesday, and yesterday was about the the show, the station realignment. Oh, right. So I we'll love see. station realignment. You like news. station stuff. Yeah, I love oh, it. Oh, I think we're settled now for a little while. Okay. Hope. Good. I hope so, too, Jerry. All right, 517. I didn't like, if I may, uh, in the press release that the company put out, they put 
warm-up show with Al and Jerry. Very nice that they okay. they included us. In the tweet the, uh, the account put out, they put just warm-up show. That bothered you? Yeah, because everyone else had a name on hmm. it. Well, we have a name for the show. That's the difference. I blame Mark like, let me ask you this. that. He you... called it that. Yeah, I, well, by the way, I don't like the name of it. All never right. never changing it. Never did. Alan um, if you think about it, though, back in the day, it was Mike and the Mad Dog. It wasn't Mike and the Mad Dog with Mike Francesa. And, like Chris Russo's name wasn't even in the title. Oh, that's a good point. So, what are you going to do? The way I, it goes. I agree, Jerry. Warm up show. It's like disrespectful. Totally. I think it's, st- I never liked the name it's of like, it. It's like, you know, the Fluffer show. Right. And we're not going to go with that. We're not changing it to the Fluffer show. That, not, <laughs> that I don't want to see in, in print. No, we're not going to do that. All right, we'll come right back. We'll get to the Yankees and some uh, basketball stuff and football and some other oddities. It's uh, Alan Jerry. It's a show. That's what we call it right here on The Fan. Huey Lewis and the News. If this is it. The name of the movie was called Shortcuts. Where? So he really was nude. No, he shows his wings somewhere. I I forget. Yeah, and I remember I actually rented that movie because I wanted to see a Schween. Yeah, I was like, what's going on with this? (laughs) Was that because your friend was at the place and he told you, by the way, Huey Lewis? At the video store? Yeah. Uh, Dollar video, Paul used to work at. Yeah, we used to uh, see videos. Yeah, like we could have just went into the back and put it on the VCR just to see that. That way we wouldn't have to rent the whole thing. Yeah, no, I'm sure you didn't have to. You had access. Others didn't. I recall it was a decent film. Robert Altman. uh, A Robert Altman film. And back then he was like sort of a... Was he like Robert Zemeckis? Nah, maybe. He was a guy that people was like, oh, I'm going to see this Robert Altman film. Hmm. Okay. I don't really have anyone like that now. Like it used to be like, oh, I have to see this Quentin Tarantino film. No, I don't know. There's no one where I'm like... Steven Spielberg doesn't do it for you? No. There's, like, nobody who it's, like, a so-and-so film that I have to see. Okay. What about Bruckenheimer? Jerry Bruckenheimer. That's no. my guy because he did the Beverly Hills Cops movies. I'm not interested in Jerry Bruckenheimer no? films. No? Okay. I am. Couldn't name another one, but. <laughs> I'm sure if you Googled it, you would there'd be a ton of them. That I'm guy, sure there that is. That guy had a name in film. Yes, because, like I said, I got into him because of Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Let's see if I. Oh, have... yeah. Ridley it? Scott for me. You know oh, who Ridley he looks Scott. like? He looks like, um, what the hell does this guy look like? The guy from, not Tesla. Oh, come on. Again. Elon Musk? No. No, the other, uh, Richard Branson. Oh. That's who Jerry Bruckenheimer looks like. Oh, yes, I have, I, you are correct. The dude from Virgin Atlantic. He did Top something. Gun. Yeah, see, this is what I mean, Jerry. He's a big name. Well, how could you not want to see his movies well, I'm then? just saying, like, if I heard a Jerry Bruckheimer film was coming out, I wouldn't be like, oh, I've got to go to I the theaters. I thought it was Bruckenheimer. It's Bruckheimer. 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 Huh. Okay, he's done a lot of movies. Holy cow. Yeah. Damn. Uh, who is the, you know whose film? He also I... does CSI Vegas. He does TV too? He produces television and the amazing race. You got to be kidding. This guy is crazy. Oh, he's all over Jerry. Very interesting. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. There was an Edward Burns. I used to go see Edward Burns films. If they okay. came out, I was like, oh, a new Edwards Burns film is out. I have, to, I must go see it. Right. But now I don't really have that anymore with anyone. I'm more of a music guy now, Jerry. I, you, well, I know you as a music person, yeah. so that makes sense to me. I want to know how this guy has time to eat, let alone have a family and a life. You got to see this guy's resume yeah he's probably eating a lot of fast food going to subway this is nuts like right now he's the executive producer listen to this of csi vegas fire country 
National Treasure, whatever that is, The Amazing Race, like that's all happening now. What? Yeah, he's busy, Jerry. He ain't killing time. I'll tell you what he's not doing, scrolling through Twitter all afternoon like I do. He didn't have time to have a phone. No. That's great. Wow, good for him. Very busy. That's what his bank account looks like. Pretty good. Pretty yeah, I wanted to check in on my bank account. The bank would be like, mm, it's pretty good. <laughs> I take a look. It's pretty good. You over actually here. own the bank, sir. Yeah. Come in whenever you want. Don't take all your money out over there. That vault go is yours. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, the Yankees won again last night. They did. They've already won the series, and they could do a sweep sweep city here of the Mariners. Sweep if, city in the boogie down Bronx? Is yeah, that what I heard? That's what you heard from Dexter, there you the, go. Uh, our update fella. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees can sweep with a win today. Uh, again, Billy McKinney had another home run, he Jerry. Did. Good to see Anthony Volpe hit a home run, too. Anthony Volpe? Yeah. Not, he's not done great offensively, as we know. Yeah. So, you know, good to see him. A little home run, Jake. Bowers with the with a big home run. I mean, we've talked about this again, like at the start of the season. We're only in June, and it's like the Yankee heroes last night: Jake Bowers, Billy McKinney, yeah. Anthony Volpe. Mm-hmm. Not Stanton, no. not Judge, nope. not Aaron Hicks, no, 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 not no. Anthony Rizzo. Nope. I mean, one of those guys is even Baltimore now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you think about like the name value of the team, correct? Who's and Johnny Brito was the pitcher. Yes. Yeah. Who had a very nice performance. Yeah, he was good. What'd you think of Brito's performance? Well, he got booed when they took him out. So, Oh. Not, not he got booed. I mean, Aaron Boone got booed for taking, for taking him out. taking him out, yeah. yes. And I saw Willie Calhoun left with a... Uh, quad. Yeah, quad. Mm-hmm. Is the quad the front of your thigh? I believe so. A left quad. Well, if, ha- if the hamstring's the back. Yeah. I don't think there's a name for the sides. Right. So I think to the be... quad has to be the top part. I would be like, that's a thigh pull. I think that's what uh, Brandon pulled in his softball game. Quad. Against Carton and Roberts. He pulled his quad. Tiki is hamstring. Brandon is quad. Because quad means four. Okay. So that doesn't. So make maybe sense. his whole thigh is hurt. All four sections. I don't of know. It. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know that either. I'm Why not a doctor. Why is called the quad? Don't know. Why don't you Google that during the break? Because like in college, if you lived at the quads, that means you lived at the normally there'd be like four buildings in a square, mm-hmm. and then there was a middle section. Is that where you live? Is that where you're going to go check out at Indiana State? You <laughs> yeah, see I got to go quads look like? check out what the quads are looking like down there. Mm-hmm. You find out all the all the women that you bedded oh, in Jerry, the quads. All my conquers there in <laughs> Indiana State. Could we count those on one hand? All, uh, yes, you could. One finger. <laughs> yes. Could I make a fist? <laughs> no, no, it was one. The girl oh, okay. I followed to Florida <laughs> and ruined my life. <laughs> the one that broke up with you on the day that you lost your job. No, no, no. Oh, okay. It was someone else. This girl broke up with me. I moved to Florida with her from Indiana. I just got a job. I just got my own place. This ain't going to work out. You said that or she did? No, I don't. Jerry. Oh, she did. She did. What? After you moved, yeah. followed, Correct. employed That's, residents, yeah. mm, you're not for me. Correct. Wow, so you had some hell of a bookend time in Tampa. <laughs> you got, she broke up, you, you're the right, girl I breaks never... up with you right in the beginning yes. as you get your job. Right. And as you lose your job, the next girl breaks up with you. Yes. <laughs> I never looked at it that way. Wow. Bookend. Bookend dumpster. Dumped. <laughs> Bookend dumped. dumpster fire. <laughs> dumped at the start of Florida. Wow. Dumped at the end of Florida. And in the middle, you were a, a wild time. man. Oh, Jerry, I was killing it with the ladies. What a sh- I always wonder, and I've said this to you on the podcast, yeah. had she not broken up with you, you might still be in Tampa. You may Correct. have never came back home. I would never have been a legend here at WFAN.
Hmm. How about that? Yeah. They say, Jerry, uh, sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. You know what that means? Like, girl breaks up with you. You pray to God. You get back together. God doesn't answer your prayers. But then your life is better in the long run. Or you could just thank her for dumping you. Yeah, you could do that. Right. Could do that as well. Either way. Either mm-hmm. way, Jerry. Either way works. It works. You tell yourself whatever makes you feel good. I did see uh, how Steinbrenner said something that I, I think is upsetting Yankee fans a little bit, Jerry. Yeah. He was talking about the Yankee fans who are upset with how the season is going thus far. Right. And he said, quote, I'm a little confused this year. Being third week in June, why are they so upset? So here's the thing. All right. And I said this to Gio the other day, and I said it to Sal, too, when things weren't going great. They have not been a great team. We know that. They've been banged up. And at the end of the day, you look down and you see they are eight games over 500. So if you can keep your head above water and stay relevant, which they are. They're still in playoff position. I know the Rays right now continue. I know that if they lost to the Orioles, they came back with a win last night. I know they're far back in the division. But if you're still a playoff-type team with, as you just pointed out, the likes of McKinney, Brito, uh, who else somewhere last night? Bowers, Volpe. Like, that's who's driving your team right now. I kind of understand his point. Like, it's it's June 21st. We are, at the time, seven games over 500. We just won a game last night, and we don't even have the league MVP. Let's see like, how things play out. Calm yourselves. I, I do. Now, I know they lost four in a row, and they look terrible doing it. I yeah. totally understand. And there are times I'm the first one that will tell you I find them boring offensively, but then there are days they look good as opposed to the Mets who have looked lousy pretty much the entire season except for that West Coast trip. Yeah, remember that West Coast trip? We were expecting, oh, I was expecting disaster because I feel like that happens every year. They go West Coast, they lose a bunch of games, and they didn't. They did a nice job out there, and it has pretty much fallen apart since. Yeah. The Yankees, while they've had their losing streaks, they come back and they win games. So I, I get it's funny. If you're a fan, you're probably annoyed like, hey, the Rays are running away with the division. What do you mean? But I could also see his point. Like, look who we're trotting out there, and we're still winning games. Yeah. So, we're, again, we're not even halfway through the season. You like their chances for Sweep City today? Domingo Herman on the I mound? I do. Yeah, I do. Against uh, Brian Wu. Because it would have been, was Castillo and Brito yesterday. That would have been the game you I would have thought that the Mariners probably would have won. They don't. Yeah, I would. I don't know this Brian Wu. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I will. I'll take the Yankees. You're tonight. going sweep city. I'll take the Yankees. Okay, that is a 705 game, not a day. Game. Not a day game. Correct. So I guess that means the Yankees aren't going leaving somewhere. The Yankees are home this weekend, I believe. Oh, like they have the White Sox. Oh, we pretty gave away sure. tickets to that. Yeah, but the Mariners got to go somewhere. <laughs> Unless they're going to play the Mets this weekend, <laughs> or go play at City Field where the Mets are in Philly. No. They're not. They got to go somewhere. Right. They got to go somewhere. So the for them, Mariners. it's not a great getaway. No. And, and you know they're going to play on a Friday. There's no doubt. I mean, That's no. a terrible job. That'd be so great if they have to play at home. My guess is they're in like Washington or go something. All the way. It's got to be somewhere close. No. Let's get them all the way to. Wouldn't you love to watch? They're in Baltimore. It's nowhere. Wouldn't you love to watch the person put together these baseball schedules and the travel and, no, and like this team, if it's a, a night game, you can't have them going somewhere. And then they all have to fit. So they all play the same amount of games. They all play their division rivals. The I think same it's a amount. computer program. AI. It has to be. Chat GBT. I think you got to. I'm sure the teams give you, hey, listen, we got concerts here, 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 and yeah. here. I think they plug it into a formula and the 
computer spe- how could a, how could one person sit down and make up a schedule 162 games for 30 teams i don't know come on i want to i need a documentary on this and like, then it, and then it rains and then what <laughs> yeah right and you have yeah. to off you have days, to figure out neutral. off days right when when they'll be back in the area if well i guess they probably don't try they probably don't figure that out they probably figure that out on the fly but like with my cornhole league we have 10 teams sometimes in a division i've before I got this computer program, I tried doing it by hand. Ten teams, not 30. Six or seven games, not 162. Dude, it's hard to do. Yeah. No, please. No way. But there weren't always computers, like, at some point. Like, in the That's, 1980s, they weren't putting this into a computer. Probably not. I, I don't know. You're right. At some point, there were probably a bunch of guys in a conference room with, with uh, Sharpies and yeah. pencils and markers and erasers. It'd be great, like uh, they like. Oh my God, we finally got this schedule together, and someone looks down and goes, "You don't even have the Yankees playing in Boston <laughs> at all. You got to do this whole thing over." <laughs> that's right. I, you know that's happened. Had to have happened. Yeah, I even think about like the NFL is is tough. Yes, but baseball, but not nearly as difficult as baseball. Yeah, baseball can't be crazy, right? Because then you have three-game series, four-game series, mm-hmm. two-game series. This team's off. That team's not off. Oh, my god. This gosh. team needs to travel, need an off day to get back across the country, back yes. home. Like, if Seattle was home to, uh, tomorrow, the game would have to be at 1 o'clock today Correct. to give them time to get home mm-hmm. as opposed to 7 p.m. and then fly back overnight. And I mean, I guess that could happen. There's, I guess the Mets have had that, and the Yankees have had that a couple of times coming back. It's not often. Yeah. But there have been times where they got to come back from the West Coast and play on Monday. So I suppose it could be, but it's just, and you do gain the time going back. But yes, to your point, there's a lot of variables that a you got to figure out. There. Not easy. So you think it's just one person in a department that goes, uh, hits a computer button and goes, do, 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 do. My, I would think that there's a program where you can put into place city field, unavailable this weekend, that weekend, this, you know, stuff like that. And then the thing spits it out and it kind of is what it is. Yeah. You got to play each team how many times? You got to do this. And that's the other thing. You're playing everybody now. So it right. makes it it either makes it easier or harder. I'm not sure. Might be harder. I think harder. Might be. All right, we got to take a break. We're running late. We got a lot more to do, including Boomer and Geo coming up at six. You've heard of them. They'll be here at the top of the hour on the fan. I saw our friend Nikki Glazer posting on our friend. <laughs> She's not my friend. Uh, I saw her post online. She was at the Matchbox 20 concert. Oh, is that right? Had a blast. Apparently, they got new music coming out. I guess a new album. Yeah, I, I did see that. And I believe they're playing the PNC Art Center in New Jersey. Which Soon. Which they might be at Jones Beach as well. Oh, that's cool. They have a ton of hits. No, oh, I know they do. A ton of hits. That one Absolutely. record, their first album. Yeah. Man, that thing had a lot yep. of songs on it. And so I guess they had a, um, a long time off. Yeah, and here they're back. They're back in 2023. Remember Rob Thomas went solo for a number of years. That always yeah, sucks. but that didn't go so good. Oh, uh, he had a had a couple hits. Did he? Yeah, oh yeah, he had a couple hits with uh, solo Rob Thomas. That sucks then for Matchbox and Twenty. Yeah, because they're like we could have played those yeah. instruments on those songs. We have no problem playing whatever whatever songs you want us to play. Pretty much. Last night, Jerry Aaron Rodgers, who's I don't know if you've heard. He's on the Jets now. I did hear about that, yes. As their new quarterback for the season. He was in Denver, though, speaking at a psychedelic science conference. He wants to legalize psychedelics like mushrooms. Now, and now what I, do mushrooms do? Well, you know, I'm not a drug person, Jerry. I don't never even smoked marijuana. I just drink beers, and mm-hmm. I've had alcohol. 
but I don't do any drugs. Not that I'm just antibiotics. Just antibiotics when I have to. But um, I hear this Joe Rogan all the time, and then all these other guys that are guests on Joe Rogan and podcast hosts, and they all talk about these psychedelics and these mushrooms, how you could really connect with your inner self. And I've got to tell you, I am interested. You're intrigued. I'm intrigued by ayahuasca now because, like, you hear these people like Aaron Rodgers and Joe Rogan and all these guys, they talk about, like, this profound inner experience that you have. And I got to tell you, it sounds interesting to me. Well, go for it. Why don't you do it for us and tell us how it goes? People get inner peace. I would love it. So peace. ayahuasca is not an herb. That's a drug. I don't know what it is. I don't either. I all I know no is idea. it makes you vomit and poop. I'm not sure I want to do that. Wait, time out. He did the uh, that for that? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, I'm out. Yeah, like really cleanses you. Well, that'll be that'll definitely be an inner experience for you this weekend. <laughs> yeah. How am I going to do it this weekend, Jerry? Why don't you try it when you're in Indiana? Where can I get some ayahuasca? You and Gina in the hotel room. Do some psychedelics. Uh, but I am I'm kind of intrigued by mushrooms. Might come home with a pregnant girlfriend. <laughs> this is my psychedelic baby. <laughs> Put on uh, some Jefferson Starship, <laughs> White Rabbit, <laughs> and take some psychedelics. Yeah, so that's what he was doing. They want to legalize it just the, like they've got the pot legalized. The yeah. only thing I wouldn't like about it, I yeah. think, I think, I wouldn't like not feeling like I have control. Yeah. Like, you're really out of your, I don't want to say you're out of your body, I, but I just feel like you're losing your faculty. I just different. I don't know. Yeah, but it I might agree be awesome. That. It might be great. Well, the people who go and do ayahuasca, like Aaron Rodgers did, they they go with a ayahuasca leader who walks you through it, Jerry. He's there with you. He mm. or she, the ayahuasca leader, they are are with you on your journey so that you don't do anything crazy. Who do you think would be that here? Zach Martin could be your leader. <laughs> no, I wouldn't let him be my leader. Spike, you'd let him be your leader. Yeah, I think I would let Spike be my ayahuasca leader. What about David Mernick? Sure. He could be fun. Yeah, he could be fun. He could be fun. People I wouldn't trust around here as my ayahuasca leader, Boomer. <laughs> Why? He would try to get me into trouble. <laughs> Maybe do something stupid. <laughs> I wouldn't trust Craig Yeah, as my you. ayahuasca leader. So Boomer, Carton, now what about G? I would trust Gio to be okay. my ayahuasca leader. All right. So I, when are we doing this? <laughs> Not we. When are you doing well, this? I don't know. I might do mushrooms instead. Then again, you still haven't even tried the gummies. You haven't I done know, any I haven't of that done stuff. It. I'm a big talker, Big Jerry. talker. No I, performance. I talk a really big game over here, and then I do nothing. Right. You, but that's well, what I'm saying. The mushrooms, they say, make you change your life. Okay. I hope so. Let me ask you this. Where are you getting mushrooms I from? don't know. Aren't they still was, illegal? Yeah. I go to the store, see portobello mushrooms. Is that going to do it? If I smoke a portobello <laughs> mushroom, is that going to get me into... I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. How about for the longest time, where are people getting weed from? They're dealers. Where are people getting cocaine from? They're dealers. Right. And where are they getting it from? Craigslist. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you get mushrooms from the I same place know. you get all this other Eddie, crap are from. mushrooms a pill or is it like real mushrooms? I think it's real mushrooms. Like they're like the plant mushroom? Yes, it's real dried mushrooms. So yeah. what do you do with it? You, you eat ingest it? it, yes. Yeah, you eat it. I bet I just oh. go to a Grateful Dead concert. I get plenty of mushrooms. Now, they may be able to derive whatever psychedelic drug from it and give it you a powder. Maybe. I'm not sure. Or like but boiling mushrooms and uh, having a mushroom soup. Or extract it. But I think that it's just easier just to eat it. Yeah. 
Mm. Oh, eat it. I think I'm out on that. I really think I'm out on that. Eat your mushrooms. I'm going to pay. Have you ever done mushrooms? I can't even smoke weed because okay. of so how it affects no. me. So. No, no yeah. I know, but I didn't know if you tried it and had no, that experience. No, I've, I would be. Uh, I'm, I'm actually terrified to do that. Yeah, I'm kind of with him. I don't I don't like the idea of something taking over my body. Especially because yeah. of the way the mild hallucinogen, the marijuana, affects me. Yeah. I would... I'm quite terrified. And then your mind starts doing things that you don't... Well, you Aaron, know it's real. Aaron Rodgers uh, at this conference last night credited his his doing his mushrooms on ayahuasca journey and then winning MVPs after that because of the clarity it gave him, Jerry. Okay. Clarity. I mean, here's, here's where I want to start yeah. before I get into mushrooms for yes. clarity. I'd like to start with seven hours of sleep a night. Okay, that might give you... As opposed to the four to six that I get now. So you're saying seven hours might have the same effects on you as mushrooms do on Aaron Well, I'd Rogers. like to start there mm-hmm. to see if I can start having some more mental clarity, giving my brain a chance to rest at night. That'd be a good start. I'd like to start with sleeping like a normal human being. Consistently. Then we'll go from there. Okay. That's so fair. I think that's fair, the first thing. I think that's fair. You start with seven, eight hours sleep if you don't get an out-of-body experience with that. Because Aaron Rodgers said the teammates that he has gone yeah. on these trips with, special bond. Okay. Who do you think he's bonding with with the Jets right now? I don't know. I don't know. Who. Joe Douglas. <laughs> Joe Douglas, come join me on my psychedelic trip. It'd be funny if you got a photo of White Douglas, Rabbit. Sala, Aaron Rodgers, and Woody Johnson. <laughs> Just uh, having mushrooms together. Yes. That would be funny. Yeah. That would be funny. I would take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. A little buzz, no buzz. On the other side oh, of this you break. Got oh, we got a buzz, no buzz coming up on the other side of the break. We have also got Boomer and Geo. I think they're here. Hopefully they will be in the next seven minutes or so. They're coming up at six on the fan. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, JR on Kristaps Porzingis. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. I got about a minute or so left, so a good time for Buzz No Buzz. Buzz No Buzz, Allie. Yeah, I love a Buzz No Buzz. Buzz No Buzz. Now, usually when this happens in another specific sport, there is huge buzz. Not for me, but for most most fans. Buzz No Buzz. NBA draft. No buzz, Jerry. That's tonight. What's the buzz? (laughs) Exactly. What's the buzz? (laughs) Tonight? Tonight. The NBA draft is tonight. Like you pick players. Yeah, you like, pick well, players. Where well, we're going College crazy about. players, G League players, European players. Man, who's the big name? Give me a big Wembenyana. name. Who? Wembenyana. Give me he the, threw out the first pitch of the Yankee game the other night. Give me the, uh, uh, who's the guy in trouble with the porn star? Give me the Zion Williamson of this draft, Jerry. That everybody would be wants. Victor Wembenyama. <laughs> Any of your Rutgers guys going in this draft? No, they what? are not. Not that I see, not that I believe. No. Really? No. Any locals? Any locals? Yeah, like guys, you're like big that's name a guys. Good question. I don't know the answer to that. The Who's, biggest name would probably be the kid. Um, what's the kid from Alabama? Um, uh, the Brandon Miller is that his name? Not sure. Brandon Miller. That would be the Who, next big name. Who's the tallest guy in the draft, Jerry? Wembenyama. I think he's seven foot two. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD One New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.